Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have the very first episode of the new year. We have the Box Office Report Show, our first show of the year. This is the show we talk about all things box office. We go through the top five from the weekend, predictions for the following week, all that stuff. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Larry. Larry, hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing? How you been? Where you been at? Ooh. Going on trips? What, what you doing? Going, going to Vegas. <laughs> going to Watch. Vegas for no reason. Watching all this football this weekend. What's going on? I, I got this game on right now. This game is terrible. They whooping them, my boy. That's, tell me why we all ran to start dragging our friends last night when them Pats got whooped. And now these Listen. little eagles. Mm-mm. Listen, the pads, everybody at work tomorrow is going to be a disaster tomorrow with these damn Patriots. They like, what got that? murdered. <laughs> so No mercy. All right, everyone. It is our first box office report of the new year. Ooh. Happy New Year's once again. I am very excited. To be honest, we were gone because there was just not much to get into. The 355, I mean... Yeah, that you know came and went. You hard. know, like that flopped hard um, last week, yo. That's the biggest up. The biggest update that Spider Man is still doing really good. The three five five completely got demolished. Like what else? That's it, really. I mean, last week that was it. We only had the new one new release, and Scream yeah. is our first uh, major release of the year. This is the first time Spider Man's not number one. And it's going to be the only release for a good minute, I guess. So Yeah, January. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, January is always a little bit slow, but this year it is just truly It's slow because of Morbius zone. moved. Morbius moved, yeah, so Morbius. now there's like just room. Which, just like dead room. So move that to streaming, to be honest. I mean, I guess. <laughs> so let's get into there. the top five. If you want to follow along with us, everyone, we are looking at the top five for the weekend of January 14th. Um, we had the opening release for Scream, and we had the opening release for Bell, and that's about it. You know, Spider-Man, Sing 2, they're all still in here and stuff. So let's get right into it. Larry, what came in number one? So debuting at number one is Scream, or Five Cream, as we have knowingly come to call it. Debuting with $30.6 million for the three-day weekend, with estimates ranging around $35 million, accounting for the four-day holiday weekend. It did debut very limited internationally, bringing in an additional 310000 for a worldwide debut of $30.9 million. Scream did receive a B-plus at CinemaScore, and this does make for quite the uptick in debuts from Scream 4. So, yeah. Yes. Scream is we back did in it. business. We did it. I am so happy. We had Listen, since this January release was announced... Me, you, a couple of Scream fans, we were just like, what are they thinking? This is an utter disaster of a release date. But maybe they were on something here. I still think with October, they would have gone at least, I would say, like, in the 50s. If this was October and they had, like, nothing around it. Um, this this uh, this surge in cases, I guess, didn't really affect it, uh, didn't affect it as much. But I really wonder how it would have done... October, no kind of, you know, no kind of surging cases and stuff like that, or places closing, Canada's closed right now, you know, as far as like movies. So there's a lot of things that I, you know, I think it could have gotten a really bigger number, you know, if, you know, despite all this stuff, but I I am perfectly happy with a 30 million for my Scream, completely surpassed Scream 4, which is great. Um, I, I'm just really happy because that means we're most oh, wait, likely going to get you... another one after this, I, 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 but I'm happy. Do you remember what the release strategy for the first Scream was? Because no, wait, it wait, debuted wait. really small. I was looking up all the Scream uh, debuts mm-hmm. earlier, and the original Scream opened with $6 million, which really seems... Yeah, that's why I was shocked. That's why I was like, what? Did they release it in... Just a few amount Let's of theaters, or what's going on? Because um, I, do I don't not, know. Maybe that just seems crazy to me. That time frame, like when those movies, you know, like in the nineties and eighties, it's just so hard 
to really the the budget was fourteen million. So I'm I mean, and surprised. it went on to gross a lot. Like it it grossed yeah, over 100, 100 million domestic. So maybe yeah. it was like a sleeper hit. Like people watched mm-hmm. it, loved it, and it just kind of grew and grew. Because I was shocked when I saw six million for the opening on that original. Well, it just probably it probably just became like a like a massive like people just probably like word of mouth. It came on December twentieth. I mean, you know December like word of mouth and yeah. just like probably just stayed in theaters um yeah, and it's know, all and i mean it's all like a huge that. jump the second one debuted at 32 million and mm-hmm. then the third one actually holds the biggest debut of the franchise with 34 million so so right here it went up against beavis and butthead do america that opened up to 20 million uh scream right there in the number four spot when it came out in 96 at no at six million and then if you're going if you're going to like through like every weekend, um, the first weekend it did six million, then the following weekend it did nine million, then the following week it did ten million. It just kept growing and growing. Yeah. It just like stayed in the box office. So um it's probably it was probably the only horror I was like surrounding the box office that people kept talking about. And you know, the the first one to me is a masterpiece. So everyone just probably kept talking about it, talking about it, and then yeah. Um with the with the movies back in the day, like you were forced to go out and see it if something you heard was good. Nowadays, like you know, casuals can be like, okay, I'll wait till streaming or I'll wait like because the DVD rollouts was like eight months back in the day. Yeah. When you know what I mean? Now it's mm-hmm. like two months, you know, then it's on streaming. So it's like if you didn't want to wait for a DVD or something or you know, or or the videotape, then you just okay, I gotta go see it this weekend. So I think that probably helped it. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. I I was just I was just shocked, I guess. I didn't know what I expected, but not sick. Yeah. But yeah, Scream Four has the second lowest debut. Mm-hmm. Um it debuted at eighteen million back in two thousand eleven. So to see Scream Five or Scream come back with thirty million in its debut, and then you add in the four or the three day weekend, you get up to about thirty five mm-hmm. is what they're anticipating with tomorrow included. That's a great opening for this film. Uh, horror yeah, I'm really in happy. January. They take some weird, like, yeah, now that you mentioned the first Scream coming out in December, they have some yeah, weird, I told, this series I, has some weird uh, release <laughs> not, one of the, Was one of these things in fucking, in, in fucking October or yeah, something? Scream 2 at, is in, December. Scream 2. February. Well, I guess they probably figured, I guess with Scream 2, they figured, listen, Scream 1 came out in December. Let's just do this. And uh, I wonder how, I wonder if they fast track Scream 2 that after the success weird. of Scream. Yeah, it's it's two Decembers, a February, in April, and now January are the release months for now, the Scream. One October. Films. Can you all just try? And one not even October, September, I... you know, like <laughs> nothing, nowhere like around. Late, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> when the thing about Scream Four is that I still remember go because I don't rem- I know I saw um, at least two and three in theaters, but I don't remember like I was really young. You yeah, know, I was yeah. like it was like seven, eight. But I remember Scream Four vividly. Going to the downtown theater in Boston is usually like a theater that just like when there's like a big not like I won't say big, but when there's like a, a decent sized like opening happening. The theater is just like flooded because that's the that's the go to mice mice and all that's the go to theater in Boston that's the classical theater the classic Boston Common AMC theaters Lowe's it's been there since I was a kid right yeah so Scream Four I just remember like I you know I don't I didn't know anything about box office or anything on that time but I was like yeah. yo it is crowded in here for Scream. Um, the theater that I saw it in, it was like, it, I had to sit like in the first two rows because yeah. it was like, it was before they did the sign assigned seating. So, you know, you just had to get there early and uh, it was crowded. So then, you know, as I got older and then like hearing stories of like, oh, Scream 4 was a flop. I was like, really? Because that theater was like flooded, but I guess it just like, you know, like just because one theater is crowded doesn't mean they're all like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think... If, if if I'm not mistaken, didn't it come out like with something that was also like really big, and then it just like was it? Does it let me just check. Yeah, because what is that? I mean, that April release date—that's when you're starting to get the blockbusters start rolling mm-hmm. in around then, especially in yeah, 2011. April fifteenth. Um, um, it came. Okay, so remember that movie Rio? Oh yeah, Rio. Which opened did up with that. That one opened up that that opened up to thirty nine million. So I think if it just didn't come out with just don't come out with stuff, it'll do good. You know what I mean? Like if 
if you ask, if you take out Rio, which is like families and people bringing mm-hmm. their kids to like movies, if you take that out, then those adults are are free, right? So I say Scream gets Scream Four can open to like a like a twenty nine. You know what yeah, I mean? At least like over a 20, twenty. Like at least over twenty. If this Rio was not there, Rio did thirty nine million, and it's not like Scream wasn't in the Scream was in thirty three hundred theaters when it opened. So. Yeah, you know, I think so, the big problem is it just didn't have legs, which is also weird. It only made $38 million domestic. Um, in 97, right yeah, I can't. Y'all, we will never stop complaining <laughs> about this new box office mojo. I just, I miss, Updates I in miss progress. them days, no. y'all. Oh, it used to be the best, and now. Used, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Once it went IMDb Pro, I don't know what this is. But now it's I'm excited. Already. I'm excited for Scream 2022 because... It's a wide open mm-hmm. field. We just talked about it. I mean, there's literally nothing this weekend. Yes, legs for days. I mean, yes. and it, a B plus for a horror film is pretty solid. Honestly, mm-hmm. Scream fans. That's what I'm noticing is people who, you know, are casual fans of the franchise are a bit more divided or people who don't really mm-hmm. care about Scream are a bit more. Scream fans, though, I've noticed have loved this film. That's who I'm mm-hmm. seeing. They, they're coming out just loving it. And... Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that gives legs. I'm. I just got my shirt. I ordered it. It came in a day late, <laughs> day after I watched. Uh, <laughs> I still had a different scream shirt, but now I'm like, bloop! Time to head on back to the movie theater with head my new shirt. On, uh, on this this weekend, right? Listen, I, I have plans. To see it I have. Again. I have plans seeing it all month. I don't plan. I mean, if there, if there's nothing coming out for the next couple of weeks, I don't know what the next big movie. I think the next big movie is Moonfall. Oh yeah. Like whatever. Like, you know, I'm gonna be I'm just gonna support the movie. I'm gonna be in the movie. I'm so as a massive Scream fan, you know, everyone who knows me as far as knowing the podcast and you know, the horror fan mm-hmm. inside me, this is this is my favorite franchise in the whole like in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And um having one back in the theater is just so surreal to me. Like, you know, I knew this day was coming, like, you know, this weekend was coming and stuff like that. And I'm still really, really bummed out. Like, you know, everyone is looking at me like, Dwayne, it's not that serious, but I'm like, I wanted to see it. I, I don't, I wanted to get in two watches at least this weekend. And I'm only at one. Um, and I'm mad about it. Like, I'm mad. See, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm seeing a lot. Like, yeah, I'm friends with a lot of hardcore. It's because, you know, we're like little 90s babies. Scream was mm-hmm. Scream was our franchise. You know, other yeah. other they had Nightmare. They had Halloween for like 70s or Friday the 13th, also 70s. This was the mm. first franchise that debuted in our lifetime that was like mm-hmm. ours, you know? I don't know. There's just something about it for, for us little 90s babies that Scream scream is our baby. And so I wonder if it could do Halloween 2018 or even Halloween Kills type of numbers if we could get a Halloween type of release. I I don't... Okay, so I know the last year... For this Halloween franchise is like, I think it's next year or it's this year. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. When is Halloween Ends coming out? Is that this year? 2023, I, hope so. I think. Um, I hope it's this year so we can just get it over, get this franchise Oh, it does say anyway. 2022. So October okay, 2022. So that, means, so that means they have a chance. If they want to, if they, if Paramount and they, if they want to fast track this, they see these numbers. Oh my God, it's doing well. Like the way they, how they react with a quiet place numbers. If they want to fast track it and if they want to, um, you know, give these directors a chance to do another scream, 2023 is your spot. Halloween 2023, like that's a spot right there. I, I don't know what else would is coming out in 2023 in October. I don't I think. Oh, I think it's Dune, isn't it? Dune 2. Oh, is that October? I, I don't remember if they ever moved the uh, I don't remember. Let me. Let me check. I hear your I hear your mouse clicking too. Let me check. When oh, is that Dune release date? Dune two. Um, October twentieth, twenty twenty three. So let me pull out the handy dandy Ooh. calendar. <laughs> yep, October twenty. You see it? Yeah. Let me pull out the handy dandy calendar. <laughs> Because I really think this could be a massive movie if they just release in October. That's just once. Just just show me. I mean, maybe sh- shut me up and then maybe I'll be wrong. Listen, October 6th, Friday, do it. And then you'll have two weeks to, like, own the box office. At least, like, October 6th, 2023. 
uh, Scream 6 or Scream whatever it's going to be called. They're going to have to give it a new title, like Scream something. Yeah. You know, the way the Halloween movies did. So Yeah, they, they have to. Because I just wonder, I know that Halloween is kind of the oldest of them all. It's the, the granddaddy. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I don't know. Part of me is like, how the hell do they get those huge openings for the reboot? You know, like an mm-hmm. $80 million opening for the reboot. Because these other ones, they've done well. Um you know, even a nightmare on Elm Street was thirty-two million for that horrible two thousand ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth had a thirty-something million reboot opening, and now Scream gets a thirty-something million. Uh, but it does. It just makes me wonder how how can we get Scream to get like a, a Halloween sized opening? <laughs> think about think about like the It movies too, and you know, I Quiet bet you place. if one if if it if the It movies were not. If the It movies were not a book, oh my God, Warner Brothers would have four, five, you know, six, seven, you know? Yeah. If they were not, like, adapted, mm-hmm. I'm sure Nothing. they would have, they would have at least, like, you know, because the, the, the movie, the first two movies did so good as far as box office mm-hmm. goes. So I'm just like, why not? Just like you gotta get an you gotta get at least one October release and just see what happens. Like oh, you know, January thirteenth reboot made forty million under its first weekend. I mean, yeah, I I just I remember when they tried this with Halloween, like Halloween, I forget which like one, H2O. but they tried to put it in like yeah, they try to put it in like August. I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking? Putting that in August, like you know. So and honestly, yeah, um, looking at these, like I'm looking right now. Friday the 13th, uh, well, I guess Friday the 13th, they try to release it on Friday the 13th. So they kind of mm-hmm. float around. But, man, these these horror franchises, other than Halloween, just be releasing at any old time of year. Like, yeah. what's going look on? At, look at before the before the new Jamie Lee Curtis reboot. Halloween. It's all over. August, April, February. So right. Like, what's going on? Halloween 2007, the Rob Zombie reboot, twenty six million dollars on August thirty first. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? See. What are you thinking? And, and I, I think eight, I think his Halloween two did worse. So let me check that. Oof. Yeah. Because well, I mean that was a terrible movie. I mean, but I'm just saying. We all that was like, "What the hell was this on the first one too?" <laughs> like. Mm. Let me see Halloween. Two. I hate this movie. Everyone me knows too. 2009 I mean, Halloween. Yeah, this one opened to sixteen million. Yeah. Sixteen. And then they was like, oh, fuck, man. We got to get back in October. Yeah, you should. Yeah. It's, hollow, just, it's called Halloween. <laughs> that's a, And that's the key is, yes, of course, you brought Jamie Lee. One, you let it mm-hmm. die for a while. Like, they, they mm-hmm. chilled after that Halloween 2 for a good decade. They brought back Jamie Lee. They put it in Halloween, and it killed. Like, just killed yeah. everything we would have thought. And... Screen? Which is why they started the they, they started the run of like okay if we're bringing these movies back these nineties and eighties we gotta we gotta name it we can't do no four five eight yeah. we gotta just call it you know like Candyman and mm-hmm. there's been a couple others too so it's like yeah yeah now here we are Scream they waited they chilled out let let a decade pass from the last yeah. one to this new one of course brought back our legacy characters. Um, and, uh, you know, I do think it paid off because uh, yeah, I, agree. I think if they would have released Scream 5 right after Scream 4, I don't I don't know how well it would have done. Uh, oh, no, no, no. You got to make people yeah. miss some some you got to make people miss things. And but but then there is an argument to that, because there's a lot of times where these movies try to come back and they just to flop. And bring back legacy characters and everything. They tr- mm-hmm. they they try it sometimes. I just and- think there's something about. Oh. I think there's something about the horror genre, though. Like, agreed, agreed. We we like our icons in the horror fandom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you if you make us wait a little bit, because that's the problem. Is a lot of times you know, especially through like the '90s, the '80s, and '90s, and early 2000s, they just churned out the slasher remakes and ah. sequels like nobody's business, and they were terrible. Mm-hmm. So now we're starting to wait a little bit like over the 2010s they pretty much disappeared for a while we didn't have all these horror icons and now they're starting to sprinkle them back in and they're all opening pretty well including Candyman, mm-hmm. which had a great opening um i and think candy man would have been key. even better in like a september yeah kind of no pandemic thing yeah that but. of course yeah that one had you know and 
I don't know. I think this, yeah, this is a great opening. It's back to the peak of how the franchise used to perform in the 30 millions. Mm -hmm. And I think reception is going to help it. And the fact, like we said, there's nothing. January is wide open now that Morbius moved, which is great for Scream because I do think Morbius would have taken audience directly from Scream. Uh, you know, it's got a little bit more horror vibes, you know, as a vampire mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's our age group. I mean, I don't think Morbius would have opened big. Let me just be clear about that. But no, I, no, but I sometimes agree. I'm like, maybe we underestimate because these Venom films be killing. Maybe Sony knows the magic. I don't know. Uh, I'll be shocked if Morbius performs like Venom. Uh, <laughs> because listen, Venom at least is like. Like, you cannot tell me Morbius is as known as a Venom. <laughs> He's just not. Ugh. He's a fucking... Oh, don't get me started. I, so, so you what, want what I will, Scream 6, though? Yes, 100%. Me? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, if it's done... Okay, so what I said in the review, okay. what I said in the, in the non-spoiler, I said what makes me happy, because people are like... There's people who are online like, no, just leave the franchise alone. Just leave the movies alone, and I would be totally agree. I would totally agree if these directors didn't seek out to make the movie. They this was not a situation that Paramount wanted to bring back Scream, and they found like Adam whatever to do a Scream movie, and Adam has no idea what he's doing. Adam doesn't know what the hell Ghostface is. He don't know a Wes Craven. He don't you know what I mean? And yeah. he just makes a Scream movie for the because you know he was told to by a studio. Then I'd be like, "Do not touch my franchise." These you, this movie, watching it, they these are like diehard Scream fans. Mm-hmm. You can just tell, you know. Yeah. They change a few things. They do things that's like a little riskier. But so did the Halloween movies do, you know. And like mm-hmm. the first one, at least twenty eighteen, I have a good time with. But these the, the 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 movie was in good hands, and I said that's what makes me happy that we got it is that the fact that they're, that they're in good hands. So I will say if they stay. If they stay in the hands of, of, of Matt Olbin and Tyler Gillett, then all the way, give me two more at least. But yeah. if it's not like a situation like that where it's not in their hands and it's just given to to Steven, whoever, then I'm gonna be like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So Okay, so this if is it's a- the same if it's the same group, I, I'm all for it. Uh, I better not say it. It's just, it's too much of a oh, spoiler. I mean it's not really too much of a spoiler, but don't here here's what I'll say. Don't do a Halloween <laughs> Kills with Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay? Don't do that. If you're going to make another one. <laughs> oh, I agree. Okay, don't, so don't I agree. Try it. Don't try to be <laughs> doing what you I, did I'll, with Jamie I'll, Lee and Halloween Kills. Yeah, I don't want them to do like a Halloween Kills with like, oh man, we have a plan and we, it's a three movie arc and this movie is like, oh, we're just going to um keep Jamie Lee on the back burner because, you know, in the third movie, she'll get her chance to come back again. I don't hope, I hope it's not that. But what I was saying, it honest, as much as I love Gail and Sydney, um, I, I liked the new cast. And I was like, I mean, I don't mind just having it be the new cast because I thought mm-hmm. I I mean when I was watching the movie I was like Sydney and Gail they're just they why are they here oh. but like the third act I was like they're, they they oh. they 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 just they didn't really do anything with them in the movie so I was like I don't I would just if you don't have a plan for them I I rather them you not try to force them in does that make any sense cuz at least with Halloween 2018 like there was a plan for Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis oh, and yeah. she's in the, you know what I mean? She's in it she from had the beginning. To, she had to be in the sequel. I just wish maybe they did something a little bit more interesting with her in that sequel. Agreed. agreed. <laughs> so I feel like if you are just, if you don't, if you don't, I mean, it's like if you, as a Scream fan, you know, which, which, you know, the directors are mm. like, yeah, you want Sydney and uh, Gail and, and and Dewey in your movie. The only one that I felt like had a place here to do something was Dewey. Yeah. That made the most sense. But like Sydney and Gail was just like I mean, with hey. we'll just say with <laughs> what they do in the movie, I mean they had to be there with what mm-hmm. happens in the film. It like it would make no sense if they didn't care about what goes down in the movie. Agreed. But Agreed. yeah, once they're there you know, they gave them, like, a cool moment here or there. Like, they had them do kind of cool things. Like, you could tell they respected them and wanted to have, like, mm-hmm. cool yeah. moments. It's just, yeah, they didn't really play much of a 
an important part. But like you said, unlike so many of these other quote unquote requels, the thing Mm -hmm. that I think this film has going for it is that the new cast is interesting. So, cause so often all you want is those legacy characters because the new people you're like, Oh, well, I mean, Okay, but I think the, our new core group of people is interesting enough that if we move on with them, we're still going to be in it, you know. It, but this this is why I res- I respect what 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 Wes Craven did with Scream Four because I thought he blended oh, the yes. old and the new so good. You know what I mean? And, and they dropped them like and- a sack of rocks. <laughs> I, I I yeah I I think he did such a great job with blending in the all the entire cast mm-hmm. and um that's just that's just something that you know that matt bettinelli um and tyler Gillard they have to learn something like that because he just effortlessly like you know no everyone had a place in scream 4 it just it was just like everyone had a place and now Hayden we're all bring back kirby right yeah <laughs> Hayden Panettiere, emma roberts had a place you know i think it was her name julia roberts's daughter was in there and you know like um the one of the colkin twin like you know what i mean like they all had a place and they they didn't all see it didn't feel stuffed when you coming out with this movie and you got this massive cast and you're like oh shit how do we incorporate the legacy you know um you have to but it's like how do we incorporate them but I think I think Wes is just such a he's such a genius for the way he he made he effort he effortlessly like incorporated the entire cast in Scream Four, oh, yeah. and I think that's just something they have to learn if they want to do a next one. And I think they probably I mean after this weekend, I can't imagine Paramount isn't going to try. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Don't they're going to go for it. Um, mm-hmm. And I agree with you. If they bring back these same directors, they at least have a vision. They have a love for the franchise. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, I'm, I'm interested to see another one. And they obviously leave the door open in this one because, you know, and why the, would you and, not? And, and, and the fact that just like as a massive scream, like fanatic, like you are and like yeah. myself, like there's just so many Easter eggs that I could oh, spot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, this is like a, this is, this is my no way home people. Like, this is my, like, I'm like, Oh man, I'm, I, man, I was just, I was really impressed with what they did. Of course there's a few things I oh, didn't really yeah. like, I didn't vibe with, you know, you can go listen to the spoiler review, everyone, if you want to listen to what I didn't like. But um, you it's know, the same but I with think... Hall- the 2018 Halloween. It was good. Agreed, it was a agreed. great homage to the original. They really respected it. But you know, mm-hmm. not everything worked. But it was not good enough worked. to be like, I'm on board with this man's vision. Now again, like that random, that random let's not, doctor. We don't need to be yeah. doing no Halloween kills and make people like suddenly not on board with your vision anymore. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, that's, like, that's always the scary part is you come out the gates mm-hmm. good and then you get that sequel and we're like, hmm, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Halloween 2018, I was such a vibe. I was like, I, I dug what they did for the mm-hmm. most part. Halloween Kills, I was like, I get it. This don't make no sense. Whatever, I mean, man. I, I, I'm was, more, I'm, like I said, at first I was a little bit, mm, but I kind of like the madness of Halloween Kills. Well, don't do this. It's crazy <laughs> as hell. It's foolish, but listen, I'm, I'm getting more on more on board by the day. But Larry, um, I know you bought that steel book. You, you got that steel book yet? No, because they, fr- oh, no, because, okay, hold on. Oh, Tangent. Now that we on box shit. office show, let me talk the physical media release. Best Buy, get your shit to together the way y'all are doing these steelbook releases is not it i got screwed out of halloween kills and i got screwed out of dune i am so mad i i pre-ordered eternals immediately because i was like no they are playing too much these days i i didn't even try when i i I want the dune steelbook but when i when i saw that like everyone i was like i'm not even gonna like look i just know it's not gonna be when i tell you i already have my scream steelbook pre-ordered Dwayne because I am not risking it I said I know that this shit don't even have a release date but look they are letting me pre-order I'm gonna pre-order it right now because oh, the they scream, the screen yes. like the one that just came out this one Ooh. they already put that this mess up up and they're gonna be like sold out next week <laughs> like <laughs> it's up, ridiculous yeah, so if you listen into the podcast, the Scream 2022 Steelbook is up for pre-order on Best Buy. Better get that mess before they play. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Because when you said I'm pre, I pre-ordered. I was like, wait, Larry, what do you mean? Like they, the Scream 4K. That's what I thought you meant. But then I'm like, that too. Remember how they fumbled the bag? 
So they, mm-hmm. Best Buy releases Scream in 4K on Steelbook and in 4K, but come day mm-hmm. of release, there's nothing. Like nobody's getting it. The and shipment so stuff it delayed. It was insane, and I, I, I somebody, don't know what's going on. Somebody on Best Buy literally posted two photos. Uh, he had like a photo, and he had five of them. Oh man, this is so awesome! Like, why oh, do you have June? five though? Oh, I was pissed. Yeah, he June. posted he's that. Like, he's like, "I sorry, y'all couldn't get it. Everybody mad they couldn't get one. It's awesome." Yeah. I was like, All right, "Okay." And eBay. it's gonna be on. It's gonna be on eBay for like ninety dollars over a hundred bucks. It's like, come on. Because you know what? You know what? Steelbook that I I've always wanted, and I I I missed out on getting it. And, but I like to this day, I'm still like, I want that still book so bad. The Bumblebee one is oh, so yeah. nice. I finally, luckily, like I finally found the, um, I like, you know, Best Buy for some reason they had like a re release of the steel book of the Alita Battle Angel one. Oh, yeah. Which is like really beautiful. beautiful. It's a beautiful. And, and, I, and I bought that one, fi- like, I think it was like two years ago. Was, like, oh my God, I found it. And it was, and it was like amazing. Yeah. The, the Bumblebee one, it's like a yellow, mm-hmm. like, it, it's so nice. And it's like, I look at it all the time, eBay, like $120. It's and so, it's, it's that, people make me so mad. And now that's going to be doing <laughs> like it's over the dream. Mm-hmm. And then Target releases their exclusive ones, but they're only on Blu-ray. I'm like, what the hell? Why would you release your Target exclusive <laughs> Dune as not a 4K? I don't understand. That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, but anyway, sorry. Physical media rant because Best Buy is a fool right now. Yeah, I was going, yeah, I was going uh, at it online. Yeah, um, people were mad. But Scream, I'm glad to see it back. I'm interested in a Scream 6 as well. I'm with you on that, Dwayne. And mm-hmm. I'm just... Uh, I'm happy we're starting off the year. Well, not really. 355 started us off on a bum note. But really starting the year off, <laughs> for real, uh, with Scream on a good note. No, I agree. I 100%. Um, I can't, like, I I told, I, I just, I'm just so happy. Like, as far as, like, the movie goes, I'm glad the movie was good. At least to me, I thought it was good. Um, I'm glad that they pulled it off. I'm glad it did really well because ain't nothing, ain't nothing demoralizing. Like when a movie that you really love um, does like 10 million or something like that, you know, I would have been absolutely like distraught when I saw if I saw like a, a $16 million opening, you know. But I was checking those theaters in Boston, and they and they were looking pretty good. And I was like, "This is looking like it's crowded." I mean, this is more than I saw for like Matrix and like the Kings. The yeah, Kings no, Man for saw. sure. I mean, yeah, I my like, theater I saw in Dolby on Thursday night, and so yeah, our Let's theater was, uh, you know, not like jam packed to the brim. Not Spider Man, obviously. Oh, oh, of course not. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was, was good. It had it a good. A, yeah. It had a good audience in there, and my audience was reacting. They they seemed to really like it. So. um yeah, I'm I'm just happy to see it come out because so many times we we've had to come on here deflated with these movies we're hyped about and then <laughs> and they open to nothing and then we're sitting here sad on the show. So I'm glad mm-hmm. Scream delivered for a horror film opening up at 30 to start off January is a really strong number. So I'm hyped. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Um, number two. Okay, so just, this is this is like a roller. It's like a it's like a train. Like, what's going on? So finally, after a month, five weeks of release, <laughs> Spider-Man: No Way Home has fallen from number one to number two in its fifth weekend of release, bringing in another <laughs> twenty point eight million dollars in week number five, which is a thirty six percent drop from last weekend. That brings its Incredible. domestic total up to six hundred and ninety eight point seven million dollars it's now passed infinity war on the domestic charts it's closing in on some other titles it's not going to quite get to the biggest domestic of all time but it's a huge number oh but they'll pass 700 tomorrow worldwide 1.62 billion dollars and you know, like a couple months ago, when I predicted, I said, "Oh, I think, I think No Way Home could do like 1.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, 1.3, 1.6. Sony is not getting rid of any theaters. They, they, they said, "Listen, we're gonna cut 87, mm-hmm. that's it." <laughs> and like, again, why? Nothing why is in theaters. They? I mean, it's just gonna mm-hmm. keep those legs because uh, what, what's releasing? Nothing. They're gonna try to keep this like Spider Man in December forever. Now, listen, <laughs> <They're> like. Gonna- <laughs> It's over. That is a. This movie is like, this movie. The fact that it's at week five. The fact that it's doing a number 
that an opening weekend movie could do. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like there's some, there's movies that's come out opening weekend with 20.8. And the fact that we're in week five for Spider-Man No Way Home and they're at 20.8, that is not slowing down yeah, anytime soon. Like Matrix didn't open that big in this opening weekend. Nope. You know, it was about that big. Scream, you know, a lot of people probably thought Scream would open around 20 million. It just overperformed. Yeah. So this coming up, it's about to pass Black Panther domestic black panther has mm-hmm. 700 million it does is it really interesting yeah. okay so it'll get to number four then it has a jump though to get to avatar it has to reach 760 million uh i th- maybe maybe it could still do mm-hmm. it i mean it's still a 20 so honestly I, it might have the legs in it uh end game is probably out of reach at 858 million and then the force awakens i i think people forget how huge star wars the force oh, awakens was, here in the massive, u.s it made almost a billion dollars it made 936 massive. so spider-man remember, can't catch those top two but maybe three i re- i remember that it, that opening weekend was like before i was like really really heavy into like the film space and like yeah. the film news and box office and that was like before i was watching like you know, Collider movie talk and all that type of stuff. But I still remember, like, there was, like, just so much buzz for The Force Awakens. And then I remember seeing a story on the news about how good it did. And I was like, you know, The Force Awakens is a massive, massive opening for Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, the way it opens. Yeah. So I don't think Spider-Man can hold it out that long. But even if it gets to number four on the domestic, number three, whatever it gets to, I mean, this is just a huge win. Uh, across the board a major major film event that has just defied anything you know it, d- it defied yeah. this the global circumstances to just be the beacon of hope <laughs> for movie theaters and and it's nice to have that alongside something like scream which has a big fandom but is a much more contained you know film obviously and to see yeah. that overperform and do well so we're we're seeing horror by and large somebody else mentioned i saw has mm-hmm. done pretty well through the pandemic like that's another genre we've talked a lot about it animation, has, yeah but horror seems to be a genre people i think it's because you just want to experience it in that dark theater other people around you kind of creepy you know you want to get into that that feeling when you're watching a horror film and i think maybe that has something to do with it but they've done pretty well uh as well yeah, I would agree. And it's not like I know a lot of horrors they're not opening as well. Like Antlers didn't well, really do. <laughs> but like as far as like the movies that are marked like the the blockbuster horror, yeah. like the malignant and the what and the Candyman. you know, and the Candyman's and the Quiet Place Part mm-hmm. Two was just still even to this day, I'm like a Quiet Place Part Two is really impressive. When that, you think about yeah, that's one of the when huge it came stories because it was in the midst really impressive, of pandemic yeah. and it opened big. But yeah, yeah Spider Man's killing it. What can we say? We only it's almost in four thousand theaters. You're right; they ain't taking that out of nothing. They're not taking it out. They said, "Why would we?" It's <laughs> looking because I'm gonna started. I'm gonna go see bell at least sometime this week i have to um mm-hmm. and you know that opened in a few imax screens but looking at the imax right now so they have scream playing in a little bit of imax they got bell playing mm-hmm. in a little a bit of imax and they still got spider-man taking up them imax screens. <laughs> they said we ain't taking still, it out yeah. it's staying oh, in imax I'm still it's so, forced out <laughs> i'm so like because how because of how slow like it's been i'm so like I'm like, do I want to go see it in IMAX? It's probably going to be in IMAX till that Moonfall uh, comes out. That'll probably yeah, Moonfall is going to be what takes it out because I keep every trailer they show. They're like, oh, make sure you see this in IMAX, and I'm like, oh, well, whatever, uh, you know. But um, <laughs> Moonfall is not going to be good, Larry. I mean, I just know it's not going to be good. Let me, like, see. Let me see how far it has to go for the next one. Okay. Oh, it's closing in. So it's closing in. It's number eight on the worldwide list at one point six two five. Uh, the Lion King is next up with 1.66 million and Jurassic World with 1.67 million. So those are two that curious. they might be able to catch those two. We'll see. But yeah, I'm curious at how well Spider-Man still doing like six, six thirty right now near me. AMC, Mathieu and IMAX. How Yo, it's like still half full. Yeah, that's what I've been noticing too. I'll just click what in. What is going on? <laughs> and when I saw it again, because I saw it uh, round three in IMAX, because I was like, oh, I gotta see it in IMAX, and it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was, it was a nice mm-hmm. crowd. Um, 
Wow, I didn't realize the top five worldwide box office are all over two billion. So I don't think Spider Man's getting to two uh, to catch those five, but. Yeah. No, I don't think it's getting to two, but I think what it has right now, um, it, I mean, this is still it really, it, it's a, two. yeah, it's a feat. It's already yeah. a feat to what they, what they did with this movie. So, um, all, all right. right. Number three. So coming in at number three is another one that just keeps on trucking along. We have Sing 2, which brought in 8.27 million, which is a 28% decline from last weekend. That brings mm-hmm. the latest from Illumination Studios up to 119.3 million domestic and 215.6 million worldwide. Also keeping in mind that this film is now out to rent at home. So it's also on video on demand at this is point. Is it really? Holy yeah. smokes. They did a quick <laughs> release for on demand. I think it, yeah, they did that 17 days and released it to on demand from Universal. So uh, it's still doing really well, though, even with uh, being able to see it at home. Yeah, I think this number is really impressive with how they how they're doing uh sing two has just been one of those another one of one of those animated movies that it's just it's just chugging along 8.2 um it's really solid and i think what really helped it was the uh the the holiday release you know yeah and it's gotten really good reviews uh from fans as well so yeah sing two illumination uh they've already become the biggest animated film <laughs> since the pandemic uh i don't know how they do it every single time if illumination studios is going to do one thing it's make money so <laughs> no i agree so i mean i just think i'm i'm, I'm really happy to see it because I'm a, I'm a big fan of this franchise yeah. so no yeah um 28 drop is solid they only took out 100 132 theaters so and i didn't even realize that it did it surpassed um 100 million dollars yeah the first like, one 119 yeah um, pa- it beat up Encanto, which i will say though i know disney's happy right now because i feel like Encanto got a huge second life over disney plus because it has been everywhere like as soon as it debuted mm-hmm. on disney plus Encanto has taken over tiktok it's taken over the billboard hot 100 chart it's taken over twitter like it really? is Every yeah, we don't talk about Bruno is up to number five on Billboard's Hot 100, the first film since Let It Go to crack the top five for Disney. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is nuts. Um, they got all the whole soundtrack is in the Hot 100. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it doing I think it doing the uh, doing the uh, the um, the release on Disney Plus was a really 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 solid strategy yeah um for them because i i i it, it really did bring in a lot of new life for the yeah. movie so it's really good you liked Encanto, so, um, right because you saw it in theaters yeah before. no i thought Encanto was really good i saw it late though i think yeah. i saw it like it was like three weeks out it was like it was i was like man i'm too busy man but yeah. i did see it and i love and i watched it again on, the, on disney plus <laughs> my mom and i no my oh. looks liked it your stuff, mom so. was your mom grooving to to we don't talk about bruno she was, and she, and of course, you know, remember how a couple of days ago, I, I think it was yesterday, you put out a tweet about how is nobody talking about what the muscle woman? Oh yeah, it's like one of my mom's favorite characters. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought about my mom. She's like, oh my god, I love her. Every time she came up, so like, it's just funny. <laughs> um, okay, number four. Right, um, let's talk about the first flop of the year. Coming in at number four, we have the three five five, which is sitting at two point three million dollars in week number two which is a 49% drop from its $4.6 million opening weekend. That brings the 355 up to $8.4 million domestic and $11 million worldwide. Oof. This is what we yeah. this is what we missed last week. Um this dude three this oof. I, I don't know. I don't really know what happened with this movie because the cast is stellar, mm-hmm. but like even our like our our the podcast right the past couple of weeks the podcast has been doing pretty good, like our review it just they were just they just like it did okay, and I was like, like like damn like like what's yeah. going on I mean I had to practically beg y'all to do a review like you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, can y'all do? Can somebody do a review? There's no way I'm seeing this movie this weekend. And I was hopeful, you know. Like I, I'm always, I'm that person. I'm gonna give them a chance yeah. at least if it's like a strong women or a diverse cast. I'm at least gonna be like, okay, let's see what they got. I mean, it don't look great, but let's see what they can. No, mm-hmm. it was so bad. I, I mean, the movie's bad. I thought the marketing was okay. Like I thought the marketing looked fine like it didn't look bad for by yeah. any means to me but uh it just did not i don't know it just didn't move it and i I, I thought the marketing was like i thought the marketing was it was it honestly the movie was very much giving netflix vibes yeah. does that make sense because no, you got a movie like red notice on netflix and red notice it has the same vibe as like mm-hmm. the three the way the three five five looks so maybe just people just like, uh, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's not, just, it's, it's not a movie not like you feel a, like you need to go to the theater for, really. Agreed. And it's like Scream is returning. Spider-Man yeah. is like a big blockbuster. Sing 2 for the kids. And it's just, why do I need to see 355? That's, that was my thought. I was like, listen, I could I can get some overtime at work. I don't, I'm all set. Like, <laughs> just. Um, Ooh, you know, it's bad when people are picking overtime at work over the damn movie. <laughs> um it just, I, I mean, timing uh, Kimberg, it's time to hang it up, bro. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I said it in our review here on the channel. It's time to, <laughs> on the podcast, it's time hang to, it up, bro. It's, listen, when you, all I'm saying is that when you have box office shows, episodes, doing like double the numbers of the 355 review, then maybe it's just not hitting. Maybe nobody just really wants to. Maybe oh. people are all set. And um, yeah. and and I and I what I really love. This is a complete tangent, but what I love about this um, what we've what we've been able to build as a podcast is the fact that I could be off shows and shows will still do really 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 good. You know, like when sometimes when you have to host Cinemania Live for me or something, yeah. or you know when you and Hannah do a show, or if somebody else do, you know, mm-hmm. like if Leo handles a review yeah. or if you handle the show, still do still do really good. Um, so that's never a worry for me. Like, oh man, you know, it's never a worry for me to be like, oh, you know, I don't want to not do a show. But like the three five five, I just knew I wasn't gonna be able to go see it, and I was like, listen. Can some, can one of y'all, all y'all was like, oh, I mean, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah. So I, nobody I, moved, I just, y'all. Nobody, nobody moved for this movie at all. It's just 2.3. I just, they, I don't know. They didn't take out no theaters, too. They bold. They, <laughs> they, they bold. They say, y'all they gonna try. see it. <laughs> I think. Honestly, I think next week is gonna have a massive slash. Oh yeah, like I mean, like five hundred theaters swiped, gone. Because look at the Kingsman number four, number five. Yep. So look looking Kingsman, at yeah, happened? at number five we have the Kingsman, which brought in two point three million dollars in its fourth weekend of release. Uh, as you said, it slashed five hundred theaters. That does bring the Kingsman prequel uh up to 28.6 million domestic and 92.4 million worldwide so not a bad worldwide number oh my god so now i'm looking at now that i'm looking at this list and looking at the distributors larry did the 355 open with like some dude in like an estate or something and it was like all bright and whatnot. What? Like, like the opening scene? What? Yes. The opening scene. What yes. happened? It was like yeah. uh, some. Remember how I said that they played the King's Man? There was a 355 they played. Oh. And I didn't notice <laughs> it because I saw that because they started off with the Universal logo. And I said, What? This isn't Scream. I know Scream is Paramount. Yeah. I said, What is going on? And then the movie starts and it's this like. This 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 like Russian guy and he's talking about this new device and it's like oh, yep. it's like uh, that's the three five five. So I was like, is this the Kingsman? And I, and I remember I came to the group chat. And I was like, oh my god, they they're playing the Kingsman. But these Universal, they tried to they try to get me to watch three five five. It was the three five five. They said, "Don't even watch this. this." These people talk about this device, this new whatever computer device that they got. Just, oh my god, the mystery's been solved. It's oh the it was the three five five because Larry, when I was in when I was sitting in Scream, you don't know how furious I was that they were starting the screen a Scream movie this way. I said, "This is a, what is this?" And I oh thought it was going to be like some meta thing where it turned in. 
I thought it was going to be like some meta thing where it turned into like somebody was watching that on TV. Like maybe maybe Jenna Ortega was watching that. And you know what I mean? Like how they did yeah. Scream 4. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can I can deal with this for like two seconds. Then it kept going and going. I said, okay, this, what is this? And then they, they finally froze and they said, oh, we're technical difficulties. So these motherfuckers, they said, you're going, you're going to watch the 355, Dwayne. <laughs> little did they know that little preview just made everybody not want to see it even more, oh, yo. People were, people were mad. They were walking out. They were like screaming. They were like, what is this? And yeah. they, this they, ain't they, bitch. Like, we know this ain't our movie. <laughs> Somebody came running in. They so Universal was like, "Listen, what we can do is we can we can do a preview of the three five five in front of Scream, and then they'll go they'll go see it. They'll be like, Yo, this looks good. That shit looks trash. That like it two seconds. Horrible. That look. <laughs> that shit looked trash. I was hard. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here bagging on the King's Man, thinking this is the King's Man. That was a three five five. What a disaster. <laughs> Jesus nah, Christ. Look okay. at little King's Man trying to hang on for his life. I mean, next week is gonna pass the three five five though. Let me I see. Mean, it went. I mean, I mean it, it almost did pass it this week, so it's gonna pass the three five five. Honestly, for Kingsman, I think this number is solid. I'm not yeah, even gonna lie. Now, I mean, looking with at all the delays, didn't nobody care about this movie? It's fine, you know. I mean, it's not great, yeah, looking, but it's what it is. Looking at like four weeks of being in the theaters and only dropping twenty eight percent, I think this is. I think this is a solid number for the Kingsman. So yeah. I'm sorry about what I said, Kingsman. About you know, I thought it was y'all, but it was a three five five trying to sneak their ass <laughs> into screen. <laughs> But um, hey, you said you wanted to see Bell 1.6 yeah. this weekend. Huh? So this is a little animated anime film from G Kids, mm-hmm. uh, opened at 1.645 million, only on 1,300 screens. Had a pretty good th- per screen average, 1,200. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, they're playing it in IMAX. Oh my God! Well, I what I should have seen it already. I went out on Wednesday because they did these like oh special God, IMAX previews on, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I walked up to the damn AMC and the doors was locked, y'all. They didn't even post up a little sign on the door. Nothing. Just locked. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Because this AMC is like 30 minutes from my house that I had to drive up here to get to this little AMC. And I was like, what is going on? I checked my email with like the 40 minutes before showtime. They sent out a little email. Oh, sorry. We have to cancel. I was like, "What that? Why is the whole theater closed?" I don't know what's going on with the AMC theaters, but they got to get the act together. Oh I, I don't know. I put what's it in that group on. chat. I don't know what they was doing. So for Scream <laughs> and Dolby, they played the two different Morbius trailers back to back, and then so that's what happened to me. Oh I don't and then know. Later, what's going they on. did it with uh, Batman, which I was more okay at least with the Batman. I'm like, "All right, these are two <laughs> slapping trailers." But I was like, "Why did they do that? Two movies y'all played back to back trailers for?" Before okay, so when I went last week in Dolby, the movie is seven o'clock was the start time. So they play a trailer. I forget who it was. Then they play Death on the Nile. You know, we had the Cornic all to ourselves. You know, they played that. And then they played the Marry Me trailer, which looks horrific. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the Marry Me trailer with Jennifer Lopez. Then after that, I was like, okay, cool. Then they played Morbius. Then they play the Death on the Nile trailer again. And I oh said, what is going on? And then they played the Marry Me trailer again, which oh I, t- no. I keep telling you about this Dolby Theater, how it's too loud. And and I'm like, what's happening? And so then Nicole Kidman comes out twice for oh that damn ad thing. Oh and I was, at this point, I was I was furious. I was like, dude, what is going on, man? Like, what what is happening? We're at like, it's 735. Oh and then they play the wrong movie. And then it takes like twenty, and then it just takes like twenty minutes for them to figure it out. And then it, the movie started at seven fifty one. Oh my god! No. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm. Ha- I'm gonna have to start becoming like a regal baby or right? something. I know. Like, I mean, I hate to die out AMC. You making it hard because recently I've had a lot of problems. No way home. Spider Man. No way home. We were there for like at least thirty minutes in the dark waiting. You and, said that, and that's opening night. And you that can't was do that. Opening, like the first day in, oh, I think we were in Dolby too. I mean, 
And there was no managers because we had a line waiting for a manager because we're like, hello, <laughs> nobody <laughs> to be found. And they're like, oh, well, they just told us. Yeah, because we just found your ass. Like, what you mean we just told you? We've been looking for 30 minutes. Um, we just found your ass. And then on that day, too, I think it was Spider-Man. They didn't have no lids. I, that I could excuse. Like, the drinks. They didn't have, oh they didn't have lids God. for the drinks. I was like, yeah, I wasn't ready for the Spider-Man, I guess. But, <laughs> no. Alex tells me all the time. I keep telling him, Alex stop going to the downtown theater and he's like Ugh. and he goes anyway and then what happens he texts me or the group chat he's popcorn. like they don't have no they don't have no fucking popcorn i'm like well alex, stop going alex, to always, that alex always be doing that damn group chat talking about that popcorn <laughs> it's all every all of his problems uh, are always with the downtown theater i, I keep like, telling I him know. to stop going me you and alex at least you know we do our little a-list so we always at the amc and i'm like that's Yo. the only reason why if like if somewhere else had that same deal i would easily go but like the, the amc a-list is just such a good deal like for someone like me a like right you. downtown like right by me and i'm like same. shoot maybe i need to because amc y'all got you're running out of chances at when i walked up to that door and it was locked this week i was like what the hell mm. <laughs> No, Y'all running out of chat. Though. It's been too many times I have had to leave the theater because things don't play or y'all be, I don't know what you were doing on Spider-Man opening day at all this whole, and the theater was full, like to the brim, full on opening day. All these people was like, what is going on? <laughs> and that, no, my, my Bell Theater too, actually, when I, I was telling y'all, I didn't get a screenshot because, you know, by the time I saw it, I was like, well, it's already too late to get in there. Our theater was pretty packed and everybody just not come back another time. <laughs> we, we, um, we, okay. So like last, la like last week, I just like, I was just like so befuddled. I was like, AMC, I just don't know what's going on. Y'all got to figure something out because like and what's crazy is that you know you know you know that I moved a couple months ago yeah and there's actually like a showcase cinemas like like two minutes from my from where I live right now and but they closed for the pandemic oh. I, I was like two minutes I have never been two minutes away from a movie theater and I would have been but they closed and I, and I was just like this is just ridiculous but um the top five, I think that's all the big stories. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, nothing. Our, this week, we're at seven films over a million. I mean, it's, solid. it's sad to be like still in that time where we're counting how many are over a million. <laughs> I want to get back to where that wasn't even a question. <laughs> oh, I agree. But I agree. It ain't gonna I'm, be in grateful at where we're, I'm grateful that we're at where we're at, like we're like, mm -hmm. like where we're at. But I do remember like. 20 films being like in the teens yeah. you know what i mean like, like back in the day you know all these little films would still be over a million and doing yeah. oh i guess parallel mothers expanded to 50 theaters and increased uh 229 000, uh mm -hmm. which is over 2500 per theater average i'm excited to see parallel mothers myself hopefully Mm -hmm. drive my car doing all right in just 65 theaters that runtime though got me shook on drive my car drive, i can't lie my, what's the run what's the three runtime? hours um why oh shit <laughs> hey, i know everybody about, loves man. drive my car but that runtime has me shook from heading over oh no i mean it's y'all it's two hours and 59 minutes mm, it's, it's rough uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I um the story for me is like the Matrix, man. Oof. The eight hundred and fifteen thousand, yeah, already. I mean, the fact that look at like oh, the King Man is holding so much better than the Matrix. You know, L look look at the total next to each other. Look at the total number. Look at the total number of the Matrix, right? The Matrix Resurrections. 35 million dollars and it's like right above ghostbusters after afterlife nine weeks and ghostbusters afterlife made forty thousand like less than them yeah what happened with this movie like what a disaster yeah i mean matrix uh and i don't think those streaming numbers were that great either because wb was not flaunting no, they wasn't, and I, you know, I don't, I didn't see the Samba TV numbers, but this is just a huge disappointment for this is this is a, this it's a huge disappointment of this franchise of like how it opened, 
And uh, it's one of them things that we we were talking about earlier about you know the horror franchise able to return after a long period of time. But when it's not horror, I mean, the, you know, the Men in Black um, thing that they tried to do a couple years ago, yeah. Shaft, like this movie. It's like sometimes it's just like people just still are not like they don't care. Not that Dumb and Dumber movie, uh, Zoolander, mm-hmm. all these movies have been trying to come yeah. back. Keanu, uh, Bill and Ted. And mm-hmm. they just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really thought The Matrix would open around 35. You know, like we were thinking it was going to be opening yeah. weekend. And that's how much it's made total. Yeah, this is, this is that's that's right, Larry. Like 35 million could have been like a solid opening. Yeah. Oof, this is terrible. Like this is absolutely, this is like honestly one of the worst stories of the box office right now is the Matrix Resurrections. This, honestly, this is terrible. In two days, by, by Tuesday, I feel like Scream is going to be, have made more money mm-hmm. than Matrix overall. It's terrible. By Tuesday. Um, I'm not even, and, and, I, and I'm not even like trying to like call it out, but it's no. like, fuck. I mean, like, what we happened weren't big fans. I mean, I'm not one of them haters on Matrix Resurrections. I didn't love it mm-hmm. by any means. I was, I was a little underwhelmed, but I'm, you know, yeah, I thought it was like, yeah, was, you know what I mean? It was whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's just no getting around. This is a, a disastrous result for Warner Brothers. The fact that the King, like, because when, didn't they come out together, the mm-hmm. King's Man? They came out the same weekend. The King's Man is rocking. And, I mean, it's it's still under how much the Matrix mm-hmm. is at, but it's still in the top five at yeah. least. I mean, it's still making millions. Where the, the Matrix, Matrix is in the... Is, Eight hundred and eight hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. They slashed over a thousand theaters. The Matrix is playing in over a thousand theaters more than Licorice Pizza, and it fell under Licorice Pizza at the box office. Oh, this is that's that's ugly. Like how how the Licorice movie? I don't. That's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not, because I don't want to lose no <laughs> listeners. Let me not. Let me not. Um, <laughs> but not nah, um, terrible. It's no. not good. I mean, it's, it's not, not good. good. Especially Afterlife is still doing a little cute. You know, seven hundred eighty-five, yeah. and, and that one at least is over a hundred million domestic. Right, right. Uh, oof, look at West Side Story too. I mean, I know it's still number eight, but. It has only made thirty three million. It's yeah. So like the box office this weekend, like it could be a lot better. Like because we, I mean, it's not like we haven't seen a ten a ten movie over a million since this started. You know, like you know, the past yeah. couple of months. But um, but yeah, because like eight number eight is is West Side Story at nine forty eight. You know, and then number nine is Licorice Pizza. At least they only dropped like ten point one percent. That's probably yeah. because of. You know, because of the word of mouth or whatever, but and you know, um, theaters at least. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like a yeah, little American just... underdog, like again, we never expected that movie to make oh, Matrix numbers, but it's holding a hell of a lot better because that opened that same weekend as Matrix, and it's still one point mm-hmm. six million in week number four. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just distraught by this like Matrix number. I just can't even believe. That it's like doing this. West Side Story is at thirty three million, and Matrix is at thirty five. And yeah. I, mean, I don't know, man. But and they both come with a budget over a hundred million, a hundred million yeah. at least. So, or I think West Side Story was a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred million. Yeah, like then, like the last duel. Oh my god! And see, that's what we keep trying <laughs> to tell y'all: stop it, stop giving these <laughs> filmmakers this money. Yeah, mm-hmm. Matrix. Oof. Matrix Resurrections cost $190 million. Um, it's terrible. A complete disaster. And a, worldwide, an it's sitting at 140 Disaster. I don't even... There's not another word to say. And it's yeah. not... I, I, I feel like people, when they listen to... to when they listen to critics or whoever talk about box office, they get a perception of like, oh, you want these movies to fail. Dude, I want every movie to do well. The Licorice Pizza, I'm not a fan, but hey... It's, it only dropped ten point one percent. Great! Like I want all these movies. Yeah, we would have been well, happy because you know? it at least is showing that the indie market is coming back or something. You know, like they all have their yeah, own part to play. I I want I, I want all these movies to do significantly well. You know, of course, you know I talk my little shit about Venom doing what it is, mm-hmm. but like, listen, if Venom is bringing in an audience to the theater, then let it do what it has mm-hmm. to do. But the, the this is a bad number for the Matrix yeah. all around. It's just a complete. 
it's just not a, a this is horrible like the last yeah. duel i mean it's the same thing it's yeah, just it's, i mean it's not it's not good and, and i mean Warner it's brothers right up there is... probably with reminiscence for them actually of some of the biggest yeah. flops for so. warner brothers of 2021 as matrix resurrections and uh okay. reminiscence so. I bet they learned from that damn HBO Max release. So I don't think this year. That's I know what the we Batman, were saying. For every, the everyone tried days. to negate it every time. But for every mm -hmm. hit that they got with HBO Max, they got just as big a flop on the other side of it. And They did. They did. And, and like mm -hmm. a lot of movies that even did well, like a Dune could have opened up a lot better mm -hmm. without that whole thing. Um, it should just Conjuring, sometimes when you get people. Probably would have opened people, even higher. When you get people this option and it's like a movie that that don't look like a theater movie, then they're just gonna choose to they're gonna choose what they choose, which is stay home and watch it. Like, you know, so very, very I'm 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 really happy that, you know, Paramount didn't do what they did with Halloween and was like last minute, like we're gonna put this on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean I wouldn't mind it on Paramount Plus like in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. But like let let it happen let it have some theater presence for now. Oh, could you, you know? imagine if they had done that last week? Because people were making us nervous. They were like, watch Paramount mm -hmm. Plus are gonna drop scream on the app. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I do feel bad for the Canadians who can't Ooh. watch it at all. Yeah. And Ooh. uh and stuff. So I, I and do hope that maybe thing. In a... that's another thing is mm -hmm. Scream was able to get this without big city like ontario in canada because yeah. that always that's a part of the domestic number and scream still hit this number with without that so yeah so i think i think it's just i think all around it's solid for um for you know the box office but i i i do think it, it could be a lot better you know the next time you know hopefully next week we'll see what happens i think it's going to be a slow kind of box office turnout mm -hmm. the next couple of weeks so We'll see what happens, I guess, everyone. Yeah. You know, but this is this been a this is a big episode of the uh of the box office report show. Thank you guys all for joining us. Um if if Scream like does something miraculous next week and it drops like I don't know, like ten percent, like twenty percent, or like thirty percent, you know, uh, Larry and I will we'll come back and we'll talk about we'll like Maybe next week what we can do is, uh, you know, talk about the big releases from the year, like for the year. Yeah. As far as like what what's going to open up, what's probably going to flop this year. You know, we'll do like a show like that. But as far as next couple of weeks, we'll see as yeah. far as box office goes, because I mean, if but if if Scream opens up, if it drops like like 50 percent, like it's probably going to do or like 40 then you know we'll we'll see we'll play it by ear as far as next week's box office show everyone so okay. with that being said thank you guys all for joining us really appreciate it larry let everyone know where they can follow you yes you can find me on twitter at chili boy yt or on instagram and on youtube at chili boy productions all right, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys all for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.